Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center, Shreveport, doing our daily podcast, our last podcast this week before our Supernatural Friday. We head into the new year. We've been talking about forgiveness. Jesus suffered so that we could be forgiven. Today, we're going to see this New Year declaration that we're going to experience true forgiveness because the Ministry of Reconciliation is coming to us this year. And I try with all my mind, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting, a vagabond. Speak a blessing to you today. Pray you're having a good day here today. As it is Thursday, the 28th day of December 2023. And we are experiencing a new year in the Gregorian calendar. Coming up 2024, I think it's going to be an exciting year. I think it's going to be a wild ride, but I think it's going to be exciting what God does. I love movement. Even when it's crazy, I like movement in the spirit. So looking forward to that, and we want to make our New Year's declarations. That's what the Lord spoke to me, I believe, to do this week. And then next year, we'll, we'll, by the time we come back next week, it'll be next year, uh, we'll build on the prophetic for the coming year. Hope to speak about that on the 31st Sunday. Uh, I head home today from North Carolina, being with my kids, enjoyed that. Well, uh, let's talk about this topic today. Uh, yesterday we covered it. Jesus was punished that we might be forgiven. And I guess I want to just share why we need to be forgiven. I, I always say this, it's hard to forgive somebody who's done a, evil against you. And I, I, I do this, so I give counsel to people. I say within our own being, we don't have the grace to forgive unless we died to self completely. So I, I encourage people to ask God for the grace to forgive. Be willing to be willing uh, when somebody's done you evil or situations have gone wrong or you're in a bad situation for whatever reason. Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of forgiveness. It is a grace. And the Lord spoke to me also to speak this year on the spirit or the ministry of reconciliation. And we cannot be reconciled to God to walk, talk, look like him if we don't experience forgiveness. If we have unforgiveness in our heart, it is a stronghold that allows a wound to continue to wound, allows us to be stuck, can be emotionally arrested at a certain time and age because of a trauma. And look, the fact is people do things wrong to us. Jesus said clearly, you will be offended. There are gonna be people who offend you. You just have to learn to process through that through the grace of God. Nobody forgave more than Jesus did. As he hung on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know, what, know not what they do. So he alone is forgiveness. He, to me, he is the personification of forgiveness. And when I have him in my life, I have the grace to forgive. I've forgiven some people before. It was supernatural. I didn't have it in me, but God did it. 
And I even had people around me, how'd you do that? I said, well, it was God. It wasn't me. Well, what makes the word forgiveness so special and beautiful? Well, consider some of the results that flow from forgiveness. What are some things that happen? Reconciliation. There it is. The ministry of reconciliation. Looking, talking, walking like Christ. Where we can forgive everybody and anybody for what they've done wrong to us. And we can forgive a nation. We can forgive our leaders. We can forgive anybody uh, by the grace of God. Another thing that flows is peace. He's the prince of it. So in reconciliation, we walk in the power of peace that passes all understanding, as the word says. Another thing is harmony. We get in oneness with the Lord. We get in oneness with our spouses. We get in oneness with the body. And then we have understanding flows from forgiveness. Okay, so this happened for this reason. I think that's what we have to understand when we obey the Lord. We have an understanding that he has this to work for our good. If you read along with us in our Bible reading, you're reading where Joseph had to forgive his brothers for the evil that they did, and they expected him to punish them. But he said, am I God? It basically said, am I the Lord? I'm not the Lord. What you meant for evil, God turned for good. That's what happens when you forgive. It reverses a curse. It reverses a situation. Another thing that flows is fellowship, kononia. Because unforgiveness breaks kononia. It breaks fellowship. If I have awed against somebody, I can't have fellowship with them. So this is a year. Let's make a New Year declaration that we're going to get to the place of forgiveness. And the ministry of reconciliation is going to be our portion this year. Now, what are the consequences that flow from the failure to forgive or be forgiven? I don't want to just leave it to us forgiving, but we have to receive forgiveness as well for our sins. Number one is bitterness. We get bitter towards somebody. It becomes a bitter root. And then it manifests when we don't want it to. It manifests at times where, Lord, where would that come from? <laughs> That's what a root of bitterness does. It has a life of its own, if you ask me. Strife comes from it. You strive against everybody. You strive against yourself. You strive against uh, your relationships. You strive against everything you put your hands to. Then also, we said harmony is, is an attribute, but disharmony is a consequence. I can't walk with somebody if I can't forgive them. I can't walk with the Lord if I don't receive forgiveness for my sin then hatred hatred is a sin of murder we'll start thinking about we'd rather wish people would not be on earth you may not want to kill them physically but you'd like to see them gone right <laughs> you've thought that before <coughs> excuse me that's common unto man and then ultimately war hatred happens you see this in world wars and you see this in wars around the, the nations right now Unforgiveness. Look at Ukraine and Russia. They both hate each other. And so war is a consequence. It's a picture of what happens. At times it seems as if the human race is in danger of being overwhelmed by these evil negative forces. Now we can escape this terrible fate only as we learn to apply the principles of forgiveness. Now let's remember this. The power of the cross. There's it has two directions of forgiveness are represented in the Bible. 
they're well portrayed the symbol of our Christian faith, the cross, which has two beams, one vertical and one horizontal. These beams represent two directions of forgiveness. The vertical beam represents the forgiveness we need to receive from God. The horizontal beam represents the forgiveness we need to receive from one another, as well as the forgiveness that we must extend. So the grace for this kind of forgiveness comes only through the cross. So guess what? You have to die to self. You have to receive what he died to. He died that the curse would be broken off of you. The kind of forgiveness we need can receive from God is set forth beautifully, as I said yesterday in Psalm 32, 1 through 2. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him and whose spirit is no deceit. Wow. What a powerful word that all our transgressions are forgiven. And it says here that when we allow them to be forgiven, we're blessed. When your sins are covered, you're blessed. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him and whose spirit there is no deceit. Receiving forgiveness breaks deceit. You won't be deceived because you'll experience the goodness of God. Again, the Bible does not talk about a man who does not need forgiveness. <laughs> it clearly indicates that all of us need forgiveness from God for all of sin and come short of the glory of God. There are absolutely no exceptions. Well, there's a couple of scriptures. It's in Psalm 14, Psalm 53. They're both the same words. Psalm 14 says, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. Did you hear that? No one. The Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see, there are, to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Well, the Lord is good, right? He is the only one that is good, and the only good we can do is in him. That's it. So as we receive this forgiveness, we can start doing good in the earth. If you do good outside of forgiveness, outside of receiving forgiveness, that's called religion. You're doing good because you set your standards and you say, if I do this, I'm good. So many people do that. Lost people do that. Lost people do things that, that make them feel better about themselves. They're, they do good deeds. They do good acts. They give. They help somebody in need, whatever. But they've never received the forgiveness of their sins. They've never been born again. So guess what? That's dead religion. That's works that they're counting on that somehow in the afterlife they'll have eternal life. They will not. Because works outside of forgiveness do not exist. So what happens is when we forgive and we are forgiven, we start manifesting good works because we have an understanding of what he died for, of how he gave his life for me, and how he suffered and because of his 
suffering, I have forgiveness. That's what we're saying here. Jesus was punished that we might be forgiven. Think about that. So as you go into this new year, I want you to do a self-evaluation. Make a declaration that this year you're going to receive guilt and forgiveness. If you're struggling with guilt of your mistakes, like if you're thinking about stuff you did 30 years ago, 20 years ago, you've got to get past that. That's the ministry of reconciliation. Jesus doesn't hold that against you. You're blessed when you receive his forgiveness. Why is that important that you be blessed? Because he suffered so that you could be forgiven. And when you don't apply that suffering to your life, you're saying, Jesus, thanks for dying for me, but I don't need it. I'll do good on my own, and I'll become a good person on my own outside of your forgiveness. No, it does not work that way. The only way it works is to receive. So as you go into this new year, and we start ministering in the ministry of reconciliation, we're going to speak over people's lives that they too are forgiven. A lot of times I've stood and prayed for people. Maybe they were abused by a leader. And I just repent to them. I just say, forgive me as a leader and for all leaders that have wounded you. And if that's you today, I want you to receive that right there. Lord, if anybody here today has been wounded by a leader in the church, I, Lord, as, as a representative of one of the leaders, I ask you, Lord, to help me. But I stand in the gap and I say, Lord, forgive leadership that has done harm and wound to everybody on this podcast. That they would experience the goodness of God in the land of the living. Okay, receive that. Receive that right there. You know, I think the... the the main areas that it's hard is family, friends. Uh, you can't, you're not really wounded by people you don't know. It's by people who are close to you. And in this place, it's the hardest place to forgive because you love somebody, you cared about them, but then you didn't uh, receive it back, right? Don't forget that you've wounded people too, not on purpose always, but you have. So let the Lord deal with that this year. Let this be a New Year's declaration. I'm going to walk in the ministry of reconciliation. I'm going to be reconciled to God because I'm going to receive his forgiveness. I'm going to forgive others and let them be reconciled. You know, it, Jesus said that if we don't forgive, the Father won't forgive us. We have a responsibility to forgive. And you can't do it in yourself. You must have his help. Now receive it right now. Today, receive the strength that comes that he, was, he suffered so that you could be set free of all your transgressions. Father, I thank you for everybody's listened this week as we've walked through this New Year's declaration that we want to see our lives come into the fullness of the ministry of reconciliation. We walk, talk, look, act like you in all our ways and that we would represent you, represent you to others as somebody who can forgive and is forgiven. I release that right now over everybody listening to this today. In the name of Yeshua, amen. What a amen. All right, I love you guys. What a great year it's been. Come back tomorrow, a Supernatural Friday on our daily podcast. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day. We're almost at the end of the year, so we want to thank you for helping us all year long with your giving and your support, listening to us, sharing this with your friends. It's such a blessing to us. Don't forget, you can give at the end of the year. We'll send out tax 
donation notices. Um, if you'll give at this time, just put on their podcast or you can put pipeline, you can put Christian center, whatever you like on your, your offering, but we're so grateful that it helps us keep this ministry going. Go to our website, christiancentersreport.com, or you can do it on our app. There's a give button there as well. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.